Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Game of Love podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Smith, and it is day 9,742 in quarantine life. <sighs> Not really, but uh, it kind of feels like it. But I'm happy to report my family and I are safe and sound here in Denver, Colorado. It is a gorgeous day here. So much so, in fact, I am recording in my bikini. <laughs> and I apologize, there is a lot of construction going on outside. And uh, so you might hear some noise. So apologies for that. My team and I are just doing the best we can right now. Uh, really excited for this episode. This is one that I talked about on my social media. And I got a lot of messages saying, Jessica, please do a podcast episode about this because I need this badly. And what everybody is asking for is the art of self-soothing. Now, what is self-soothing? Self-soothing is the ability to emotionally care for yourself without external validation. Now, this episode is for everyone. It's for my single people. It's for my people in relationships. Self-soothing for single people, what it's going to do for you. It is going to, well, it's going to change your life. Let me just be clear about that. It is going to change your life because it is going to make your life as a single person so much more enjoyable. There is going to be this layer of contentment, peacefulness, and happiness when you start practicing the art of self-soothing. And then when you do go into a relationship, when you self-soothe, oh my goodness, it creates this sturdy, solid foundation for your relationship. And I mean... It's just something you got to do, you guys. And for all my people who are in relationships, self-soothing is critical for having a happy, healthy, keyword, healthy <laughs> relationship. I got to say, I know this all too well because I've shared with you guys that I was married and I was married for quite a long time. And I first discovered the practice of self-soothing from Dr. David Schnark, who is a marriage family therapist and the author of Passionate Marriage. And I was in a not so happy marriage at the time. And when I read this, it made such a huge impact on me as a person. I mean, I went from a needy girl to a confident woman. I mean, that's, that's what this one simple little practice has done for me. And it's been actually such a, a big thing in my life that I devoted a chapter of it in my new book, 21 Days to Feeling Gorgeous. Finally, love the skin you're in and be the badass goddess you're meant to be. So to my people who are in relationships, um, real quick, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. I get messages from people who are uh, married, engaged, living together that say they get a lot out of the show. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I do, um, really, really appreciate it. And this episode, whew, you guys, like I said, implementing this one little thing into your relationship will make a huge difference because when we are codependent, okay. And self-soothing is really the opposite of being codependent. When we are codependent in a relationship, 
we are not able to care for ourselves, emotionally speaking. And we are always looking to our partner to make us feel better. And it's like, oh, I, I feel sad to take me, me today. Make me feel happy. Oh, I'm, I'm anxious. Calm my nerves. I, I feel like I'm ugly. Make me feel beautiful. There's always this gimme, gimme, gimme. I need, need, need. And um, mm, that is just, it's not healthy for anyone. It's not healthy for you. It's not healthy for your partner. And it's not healthy for your relationship. So today I will be teaching you how to self-soothe. And, um, you know, I'm going to read from my book. How about that? little Auntie Jessica story time. (laughs) So I will be reading from day 15. Your new best friend forever. Never be lonely again. Life as we know it can change at any time. People come and go from our lives. Friendships end. Divorces happen. People pass away. We get into fights. We lose touch. Everything in our lives is uncertain. From our financial state, to the health of our loved ones, to our day-to-day life as we know it. The key to survival is having a graceful and fluid attitude, which stems from having a solid foundation with yourself. When your sense of safety and security is dependent upon external people and forces, you can crumble when you suffer a tragic loss like death or divorce, leaving you feeling untethered, unsafe, and aching of loneliness, hoping that someone will make you feel better. When your sense of safety and security is dependent upon your internal sense of self, you feel grounded safe, secure, free of loneliness, and have a sole reliance on yourself to be at peace and free from suffering. Your spiritual journey is one that you must embark on alone. It's often said that you come into this world alone and you leave alone. So let's talk about the space in between, your life. Your personal and spiritual growth all comes from within you. You are the decision maker who decides if you grow, suffer, heal, learn lessons, take chances, are introspective, passionate, or are a kind human being. You are the sole guide in your life. You hold the key to your own evolution. And while others provide lessons and help along the way, It all comes down to you. Your mom can't instill resilience when you are going through a difficult life change. And your husband can't make you love yourself no matter how many times he tells you you're beautiful. Self-soothing is your first line of defense against loneliness, desperation, and needing validation. Self-soothing is the ability to emotionally care and provide for yourself. It comes in handy when you're feeling lonely and want to reach out to your ex, when you're feeling bloated and want someone to tell you you look good, when you're feeling like a bad mom and you want recognition from your kids. 
Instead of looking for support externally, you go inside and tell yourself the things you need to hear. Be your own therapist. Be your own coach. Be your own guru. The answers are within you. I say a lot more about uh, self-soothing and in this chapter, becoming your own best friend. So I highly encourage you to pick up a copy. It's on Amazon and uh, paperback, hardcover, and Kindle. So get yourself a copy and you can go through a nice journey with me. It's 21 days. Um, So right here, right now in this episode, I would like to teach you how to self-soothe so you can have a life-changing transformation. The art of self-soothing goes like this. When you have a negative emotion that comes up, you deal with it yourself. You deal with your emotions. You face whatever is going on in front of you. No matter if it's some annoying, irritating thing, or if it's like hell right in your fucking face and you don't know if you can go on, okay? You come face to face with whatever is happening and you tell yourself, I got this. I am all I need. And like I say in the book, you always have people that are there for you that love and support you, but really it all comes down to you. So when you are face to face, again, with either a little annoying, uncomfortable feeling or something very substantial, you have the power within you to take care of yourself. You don't need anyone to make you feel better. No one. You don't need your mom, your dad, your ex, your husband, your wife, your bestie, your mentor. You don't need, and I emphasize need, anyone. You have everything within you. You are that fucking amazing. (laughs) Newsflash. (laughs) You are that amazing. You are. And so what you do in these moments is you turn to yourself and say, okay, I know I'm feeling like this and you can say it if you want. You know, I'm feeling pissed. I'm feeling depressed. I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling jealous. I'm feeling whatever. Okay, what do I need right now? And then you start giving that to yourself. Um, A lot of my yoga classes over the years, because I've been teaching yoga for over a decade in Shavasana at the end when people are resting, probably once a week or so, I would do a guided meditation in which at the end, I tell them to envision their best friend coming and whispering in their ear the guidance that they need for whatever is on their mind or that they're grappling with or the words that they need to hear. What would your best friend say? What would your mentor say? And then say that to yourself. Now, I know that there are people who love and support you and you can reach out to people. That is 
that is definitely an option for you. You do have that option. But there are a lot of emotions that we experience that we don't want to perpetuate. And if we call maybe our bestie and we start complaining about uh, this woman that you work with and how annoying she is and Oh, you know, you want to call her, you want to call your best friend and be like, girl, listen, this bitch, we're on Zoom today and we're having a meeting about this planning, da, 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 and she said X, Y, and Z. That keeps the unhappiness, the discomfort, the pain going. And in some cases, we put it on the people that we love. So there's times that gosh, even my own life, let me tell you, I practice self-soothing all the time. And especially being in quarantine, there is a lot of self-soothing going on. And there's times that, you know, I'll get maybe a not nice comment on uh, one of my postings or, you know, some guys did this or did that, well, whatever. And, and I'll want to call my bestie and be like, girl, guess what? And then there's times that, Most of the time I don't because I don't want to keep that negativity going. And so I deal with it myself. And I'm not saying you never should reach out to, you know, your people and have them help you out. No, that's what they're there for. And that's a whole nother conversation, but that is an option. But for, for those of you who are like me and very codependent, oh my goodness, I would reach out to my loved ones all the time. Uh, especially like I said, when I was married, I was like, help me feel better. Help me feel better. Uh, I need, I need, I need, I want. And I realized that I had to grow the fuck up and I, I needed to be strong for myself. And you guys, let's face it. I call this earth school. Earth school is fucking hard. And especially right now, Damn, it's like the world is going to hell in a handbasket. And there is so much going on that we really not only have to be there for ourselves, but we need to show up powerfully in this world. The world needs you. The world needs your strength and your love and your compassion and your happiness, your smile and, and your energy, everything that, that you are that you are, that you have, the world needs that. And so, so we don't have time to sit there. I'm saying this spiritually speaking, we don't have time to sit here and wallow in our emotions. And we have to be strong and deal with emotions ourselves. And like I said in the book, I, I, I'm actually really proud of myself when I reread that. I, I articulated self-soothing very well. So I really encourage you to, to either go back and listen to me, read it or grab your copy and read it. Be everything that you need and don't rely on anyone else to give it to you. Period. Now this reminds me of meditation. This reminds me of meditation because for a lot of us, it requires effort, which can sound kind of silly, but you know, meditation, when we say it, it sounds very Zen and we all sit there and just bliss out and transcend while we're in Lotus pose. And it's this, it sounds like this 
magical process. And, uh, I hope to God it is for you. Um, meditation for us mere mortals can be quite challenging. And we sit down to meditate and, uh, you know, we, we've always, we've heard like yoga teachers and, and meditation teachers say, you know, clear your mind, clear your mind. And we hear that. And all of a sudden, like our mind becomes a huge clusterfuck and we're thinking about 18 million things or, you know, um, so there's a practice to it that when we when we sit down to meditate and these thoughts are popping up and these ideas and these fantasies and uh, epiphanies and annoying self-talk that's on like a nonstop record player, uh, our bodies start hurting that we learn through training. You know, most people don't sit down and the first time that they go to meditate and become enlightened. I mean, like think about the journey of the Buddha himself, how many hours that miraculous man meditated. I mean, so for us to sit down and meditate and we instantly have these thoughts coming up, we have to then tell ourselves, it's like, okay, all right, I see myself doing this. I know I'm thinking about this thing. I'm just going to return to my meditation, take a nice deep breath, and I carry on. And as soon as that thought or that need comes back up, we just say, ah, oh, there it is. Okay. Shh. And we return to the breath or return to whatever you know, we're focusing on. And there is a kindness to this. And when it comes to meditation, I'm going to wrap this all up in one nice big bow here in a moment. But when it comes to meditation, picture yourself like a beautiful, adorable, cute little puppy that's learning how to sit for the first time. And you tell the puppy to sit and it doesn't sit and you have to like push its butt down and, and then it gets up and it runs in circles and, and, you're training this, you're training a puppy and you, you might get annoyed with it, but you don't beat the shit out of the puppy. Right. So it's the same thing with us meditating. We don't belittle. We're not mean to ourselves. We have compassion for ourselves. So coming back to self-soothing, the practice of self-soothing is much like training that puppy, or it's like meditating that it is, it really is a meditation practice. It's a spiritual practice and it requires you to be aware of yourself. Okay. And I know, uh, my heart goes out to you guys that are single and, um, you know, you're like, gosh, well, I wouldn't be feeling lonely if I had my ideal person here, the fuck. Um, or people in a relationship that are like, well, would it really fucking kill my husband if he said that I look good today? <sighs> like my heart goes out to you. I get that you might want those things, but we don't have control over those things. We can't force anybody to do anything. <sighs> it's just that simple. So what we have to do is we have to be what we need to ourselves. Like I said in the book, we need to be our own guru. 
We need to be our own warm, fuzzy blanket. We need to be our own pacifier. We need to be our own cheerleader. And let me tell you, you guys, you will thank yourself. It might be a difficult practice to learn and perhaps one day master, but you will thank yourself. You will. You will be happier like you've never been before. You will be confident as fuck. There'll be a tranquility to your life that you've always dreamt of and prayed for. And your relationships, oh my gosh, the health and the quality, they will be through the roof. You guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Game of Love podcast. If you have any questions about self-soothing, please reach out to me. You can email me, um, go to my website. Easiest way is just to go to my Instagram, jessicasmith.love, DM me and send me your thoughts, your questions. I'm here for you, you guys. Uh, I love the the motto that's going around right now. We're all in this together and um, I'm here for you. I got you. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode and uh, show me some love. Give me a nice five-star rating and for some extra love, you can write a nice review. I'd really appreciate it. And until next time, get out there and love each other.